from the backwoods of America. You're listening to the best of the Patriot Cause. Welcome back, Patriots of America. Got a great show for you tonight. Got learning experience. Love it when I get to teach someone something they didn't know. If you walk away from this podcast and don't share it with somebody, then you don't want to learn. You don't want to know the truth. You don't want to know the history of the United States. And tonight, you're going to hear it. I'm going to put it right in front of you like a big old billboard sign. We're going to talk about the two-party system. How did it come about and why are we dealing with it today? Also, the Constitution and how to settle the election with the Constitution. Last but not least, you gotta stay tuned for this bonehead. Short, sweet clip, but I guarantee you it's a good bonehead award. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Now, if you're thinking that this gunny is going to cry at a party or for a party, you need to think again. There is two parties in this country. You could say it's a good party or a bad party. They're both bad. There isn't a good party left in this country. But we have to understand how we ended up here. Why do we have these parties? as they're labeled in the political world. So how do we end up with two-party system? You can listen to the gunny spew crap from his pie hole, but I read from places that tell you the truth. This is the truth. Listen to why we have two parties. We're here at the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and tonight Hillary Clinton will accept the nomination as the Democratic presidential candidate. A lot of voters upset with the Democratic pick are looking to a third-party option, but in the last 163 years, the president has been either a Democrat or a Republican. So how did the United States end up with this exclusive two-party system? Well, it's important to note that the U.S. has not always operated this way. During the first official presidential election, there were no political parties, and George Washington won without even campaigning. And in fact, most of the founding fathers were skeptical of political parties. In his famous farewell address, Washington argued that opposing parties would mercilessly seek to undermine each other at the expense of the American people. Nevertheless, by the time he left office in 1797, the country had split into two parties, 
the elitist and business-minded Federalists and a working-class Democratic Republican Party. This persisted until the mid-1800s, by which time the Federalists had dissolved and the Democratic-Republicans had split into the modern Democratic Party and the new Republican Party. All right, patriots, it's time to put on your tricone hat and listen up closely. In 1848, Zachary Taylor was elected as the President of the United States in the Whig Party. No, not a wig that you put on your head, W-H-I-G party. That was the last time that we didn't have two parties in this election system in America. The Whigs were united in their support of the Second Bank of the United States, an institution that Andrew Jackson deplored, and vocal appointments of Jackson propensity to ignore the Supreme Court decisions and to challenge the Constitution. Whoa, wait a minute. Challenge the Constitution back in the 1800s? Now, let me throw something at you that's going to blow your mind. Zachary Taylor was elected the president in 1848. What else happened in this world in 1848? The Communist Manifesto was written by Karl Marx in 1848. You need to think about that. Coincidence? Maybe so. But it did create the communism that's in the world today, and America was electing a Whig for president. So the two-party system is destroying America. It is putting us against each other as Americans instead of uniting us as Americans and then having a political difference. That's how the country started. I talked about it on the last podcast. Michael... Koblenz, on January 28th of 2016, wrote this article, and it's from The Hill. Yes, sometimes they can tell you the truth. The two-party system is destroying America. Democrats and Republicans are in a death match, and the American people are caught in the middle. How many of us can agree to that? The nation faces all sorts of serious problems from growing inequity to spreading international terrorism, but the bitter fight between Democrats and Republicans are largely ground government to a halt. Partisans on both sides are so angry they can barely speak with the other, much less work together. 2016. What happened in 2016? So you got to think about that. You got to think about what has gone on even since 2016 when this article was written. Many people recognized the split in the unity during that time frame. Well, I'm here to tell you that there's a president in the office today that is doing everything he can to fix that problem. But that's not 
the only part of the problem. The more destructive problem is the way this skews the decision of the issues facing the nation. The media, meaning news sources from Fox News all the way to the New York Times, and everything in between seems largely incapable of dealing with any issue outside of liberal versus conservative paradigms. That's the truth. No longer are we holding to the Constitution and America. We are holding to the values split by these two parties. I want to introduce an individual which is awesome, awesome individual, and his name is Rob Nadelson. Robert G. Nadelson, a formal constitutional law professor, is the senior fellow in constitutional justice prudence at the Independence Institute in Denver and a senior advisor to the Convention of States Movement. His research articles on the Constitution meaning have been cited repeatedly by justices and parties in the Supreme Court. He is the author of the original Constitution and what it says. He just put an article out on November the 17th titled, Questions for State Legislators and Citizens, the Constitution, How to Settle the Election. He did this so we can present this evidence for the state legislators so they can understand what's happening. And this is what he says, part of the article. Irregularities in the presidential election results of six states have sparked the question, what next? the states of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Should their state legislators intervene in the election? Confusing the issues are media and other claims that are dead wrong. Why the mistakes? Many in the media are strongly motivated to secure the election of Joe Biden or, more accurately, the defeat of President Donald Trump. They have been incurious about allegating election irregularities on how the Constitution and the federal law addresses presidential election deadlocks. So this is a deadlock according to our process. How does the deadlock get fixed? Legislation in the states and also in the federal government. So that brings us to what the real truth is. We're talking about two parties, but let me tell you what the truth is. The Epic Times editorial board says this. Election fallout reveals a battle between freedom and communism. The same day, November the 17th, many Americans believe communism is an abstract concept, something that only affects faraway nations without realizing that it has already arrived at your doorstep. How many times have I been saying that? It's in your front door. This cumulative battle for the future of America and with it the rest of the world is now coming to a head in the U.S. presidential election. One of the major parties, the Democrat Party, is no longer the political party it used to be. Over the decades, it has gradually become infiltrated by the same Marxist idolatry 
that has created the most brutal and repressive communist regime. Now, I say idolatry for a reason, because it's a religion to them, not just an ideology, but idolatry. They are worshiping the government, and thus, this is what happens. Communism versus freedom in the world and the United States of America. With that said, it's a choice between good and evil. This is a conflict that transcends party lines, a battle between whether we are Americans can stay true to our founding principles and follow God's will, or whether we will be subject to forces that seek to control and destroy our most fundamental rights given to us by God and encapsulated in a document called the Constitution of the United States. That's how simple this is. It's not Democrat. It's not Republican. Like I said before, we have no more parties. You can cry if you want to. There is no more real parties. It is evil against the good. With that, I'm going to bring you an awesome bonehead. This individual, we all know who they are, never had him on as a bonehead. Well, it's time to put Barack Mr. Obama on the bonehead award for today. Now, last time I was in Philadelphia, I was at the Constitution Center. And I was delivering a speech for the Democratic National Convention this year. And I said during that speech, I've sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. And they are very different people. I explained that I never thought Donald Trump would embrace my vision or continue my policies, but I did hope for the sake of the country that he might show some interest in taking the job seriously. But it hasn't happened. He hasn't shown any interest in doing the work or helping anybody but himself and his friends or treating the presidency like a reality show that he can use to get attention. And by the way, even then, his TV ratings are, are down. So you know that upsets him. Now, that's just a few minutes from a 30-minute speech from this man because that's all the gunny can handle. Just like Don Bongino says, and I believe this, he was the worst president in American history. Got nothing to do with his race. It's all on the policies and what they have done to destroy this country the eight years before Donald Trump became president. So put on your Donald Trump decoder ring and listen to this. He said the Constitution. Finally, a Democrat actually used the word Constitution. But wait a minute. Back up, Gunny. 
He never said anything good about it. He just said he was at the Constitution Center. So because he was at the Constitution Center, I guess he believes in the Constitution. He also said that Donald Trump doesn't take the job serious. He doesn't take the job serious according to the elitists and the globalists of this country, but he takes the job very serious according to Americans in the United States. That's how simple this is. He is a president of the people and of the Constitution. He also stated TV ratings. That Donald Trump lost his TV ratings and they were going down. This is what it's all about. It's about entertaining, standing up there and entertaining their base, entertaining these bleeding heart communists. And show, it's all about the show. Like I said on the last podcast, it's all about the show. And if you listen carefully in the background, just like Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris said the other day during her VP acceptance speech, you heard the Jeeps blowing their horns because of social distancing. Well, same thing with Obama. You had a bunch of horns blowing because people sitting back there scared to come out in the wide open fresh air of America. And listen to this freaking bonehead. I never heard one single horn in President Trump's rallies ever because the people were out there screaming and hollering and celebrating liberty, freedom, and the Constitution of the United States. So if you want to cry at your party, you go ahead and cry. Because the gunny is not going to go to your party. Well, now nobody knows where my Johnny has gone. But Judy left the same time. Why was he holding her hand when he's supposed to?
Patriots, I'm asking you to share this podcast far and wide. Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want to put it on. Get it out there. Get me in front of the American people. Get me in front of the legislators. Get us in front of the local and federal people in charge of this country, and we can change their mind. We can have them understand that the communism in this country is what's driving the change, not a party. It's an idolatry, idolatry, ideology, whatever word you want to call it. It is when people are worshiping the government, praying that they give them a good life instead of the holy God that created the universe and the United States of America. This is the Gunny Make a Ford and a Chevy It'll still last ten years Like the should Cause the best of the free life Is still yet to come In the good times